Paralegals are highly essential from law firms and courtrooms to insurance, real estate, HR, and more. If a paralegal career or law school is in your future, Stevenson University Online's Bachelor's in Legal Studies will help you achieve your goals affordably with no application fee. 100% online, approved by the American Bar Association with new online sessions starting every eight weeks. Get started today. Visit stevenson.edu slash paralegal. Yeah, it's called conversations with Jeff, not screaming matches. Yeah, I, 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 you and I do not agree on Calvinism. But look how nice we are to each other. I think it's going to really shock a lot of people, thrill a lot of people. A lot of people are going to have to do some soul searching. It's like, you know what? What are you doing? You're spending all your time trying to destroy another Christian because you don't understand what's going on when you should be out there winning people for Jesus. Right. Thank you for the job you're doing. Thanks for being willing to address these kind of issues. They're vital to the church. I feel sorry for what's coming your way, but God bless you, man. It's it's a good, healthy conversation, and, and let's keep growing together in the Lord. People won't change unless they hear the truth, though, and so we need to know the truth, uh, speak the truth, and then the last one I would say is that we need to stay in the truth uh, no matter what the consequences are. Hey guys, welcome back to Conversations with Jeff. Um, you know, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, what I wanted to do before we introduce our guest today, I uh, wanted to remind you guys about, about a couple of really cool things that we're working on here over at the Gatekeepers. Uh, one of them is we're currently pre-ordering the book Church and State, How the Left Used the Church to Conquer America. Uh, that you guys can get all the information for over at gatekeepersonline.com slash church and state. Uh, that has contributing authors such as, uh, Pastor Greg Locke. We've got Denise McAllister writing a chapter, Dr. Mike Spaulding, uh, Pastor Ken Peters, um, Dr. Bobby Lopez, just a bunch of awesome, awesome conservative Christian voices taking a look at this vitally important issue. Uh, it's a follow-up to our previous book, Social Injustice, so you guys can check that out. Also, if you guys do want to support everything that we're doing here uh, with the Gatekeepers, one way you can do that is by becoming a plugged-in member. Uh, that's something that we offer to you guys for 10 bucks a month. Get some extra perks, including the recording from the Destroy Social Justice Conference. You get 30% off of anything in our uh, bookstore. Uh, we've got like five books that we're selling there right now. We're adding more as we speak. Uh, so you guys can definitely check that out. A bunch of really cool perks. One of the really cool things and one of my one of my favorite things is our devotional that we send out every single week. Every month we have a different, um, essentially a different gatekeeper that's right in that chapter uh, that or that month's uh, devotional. Uh, this month is going to be Dustin Faulkner. Uh, he's going to be writing this month's uh, devotional. So definitely you guys want to check that out. Uh, really excited about today. Today we're bringing on uh, somebody from the other podcast network that I'm running, uh, Freedom First. We've got Bob Bob Dunlap from uh, Bob and Eric Save America. Bob, welcome to Conversations with Jeff. Hello, thanks for having me on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, you know what's what's been fun is watching your guys' show, and I feel like you guys have been getting a lot of growth, especially lately. I mean, you guys are getting what like. 
what you what your last show last week got like seventy five thousand views or seventy thousand views or something crazy big like that, right? Yes, yeah, seventy two thousand views, and then this past Saturday we interviewed Juanita Broderick, and my God, what a great story! She just laid it all out, and uh, I think we're at we we'll probably hit eighty thousand views on Periscope, but that. I think we're in the top 100 on iTunes podcast as well. Are we not? I I believe so. That that's the, that's the last that I heard. And you know, it's in it, it's just it's it's cr- it's crazy and and awesome to see you guys you guys really getting. I mean, you guys are getting awesome guests. You guys you guys are you know getting getting a lot of views, a lot of downloads on Apple Podcasts. I mean, you know, that's all awesome. So, wanted to back up for people that are you know getting to know you. How did you guys come up with this idea to do a show together? Well. Uh, since this is a religious show, I can really tell you the reason. God put on my heart probably about a year and a half ago that I was going to uh, get have a show. So I went and bought a $80 HD webcam that I'm using right now, and I, I didn't know how I was going to start it. I didn't know nothing. I'm just winging it with God even today. So I met Eric in um, one of the t- on Twitter, and I got hooked up with another podcasting group, and they said, hey, do you want to start a podcast? And I said, yeah, but I... I don't think I can carry it alone right now. I think I could now, but at the time I didn't have the confidence. And I, I got with Eric and I said, hey, you want to do a podcast? And we, we kind of filmed each other just riffing back and forth. And the funny thing is I didn't realize Eric, it's been his lifelong dream to have his own radio show. So I'm like, hello, God. So it's just stumbled into it, winging it with God. And now that was a different show called The Weekly Wrap-Up. And I think we've done seven or eight shows now on this new uh network that i'm on with with you guys so it's just keeps growing and growing so it's really fun yeah i mean if, and for everybody as well make sure make sure you guys are tuning into their show it's a, every saturday morning at uh 12 eastern right yes 12 eastern yes there you go it's, it's always weird because I'm, I'm always talking to people in different time zones and so i'm always like uh which time zone are we talking here i know what time it is for me but for everybody else maybe not so much <laughs> Um, so, so for, so for you, I think, you know, like a lot of times with your guys' show, you guys are obviously, you're talking politics, you're dealing with, you know, like a lot of the mainstream kind of stuff, but, but for you, you know, being a Christian and all that kind of stuff, how did you come to be a Christian yourself? Stevenson University Online is a leader in forensic education for law enforcement, legal, and cyber investigations. If you are preparing for career advancement or career change, investigate our online master's programs in forensic science, CSI, forensic accounting, forensic investigations, and cybersecurity and digital forensics. New online sessions start every eight weeks. No application fee or GRE required. Visit stevenson.edu slash online. Paralegals are highly essential from law firms and courtrooms to insurance, real estate, HR, and more. If a paralegal career or law school is in your future, Stevenson University Online's Bachelor's in Legal Studies will help you achieve your goals affordably with no application fee. 100% online. Approved by the American Bar Association with new online sessions starting every eight weeks. Get started today. Visit stevenson.edu slash paralegal. Oh, I was thinking about that earlier today. Um, and we'll back up a little bit. When my daughter was going into kindergarten, now looking back, I, I didn't give my life to Jesus at the time, but now looking back, I realized I had no choice but to put her put her in a Christian private school. And then um, I guess it's about seven years ago, um, myself, my daughter, and my son went to see a movie called Heavens for Real. 
And I've always known there's something bigger out there. But I came, I came out of that movie crying, tearing up. And I'm walking by the popcorn in the movie theater, and in my mind's eye, I was like, that's it, God. I'm sick of driving. You take the wheel. I'm going to punch it. Wherever you want to drive me, I'll go. And he's been driving ever since because uh, I – I'm just, I just find myself driving myself into ditches. One, make a hundred grand, blow it. Make a hundred fifty grand, blow it. I was chasing money my whole life, really, and, and did okay with it. But it just left a big hole in my heart until I finally said, <laughs> finally said, "All right, I, I give up. You go." And I've been reading the Bible, reading books about Christ, just just chasing him ever since. And I, another Christian was like, "You can't chase God," and I was like. All right, so the terminology is not perfect. I've been studying. I'm obsessive-compulsive anyways, and God knew that about me. So I've been learning, and I'm just fixated on learning more about heaven and Jesus, and, well, that's, that's what I've been doing now for about six and a half years. Nice. I mean, that, I mean that, that's awesome. And, you know, and, and I think, too, it's, like, it's one of those things where I think a lot, a lot of times— you know, like you were saying, people, it's really easy for people to like jump on and, you know, either, you know, critique or say, you know, that's not the right terminology or that's not the right, not, not the right understanding. But at the same time, it's like, we're all on this journey, right? We all start at different places, but also too, it's like, you know, we can't expect everybody to get jump from zero to a hundred immediately. It takes learning. It, it's a process. And, you know, even for me, I'm like, I'm constantly learning every day. It's, it's one of those things I think as oftentimes with Christians, we could be like, okay, we can cool it a little bit and, uh, you know, and realize like, hey, you know, we're all learning. We're like, none of us are perfect, you know? I got a, I got a good one for that is uh, Joel Osteen. He's not the, the greatest preacher ever and a lot of people have a problem with him. But I can tell you this. I started with his uh, CDs going down to Florida from Charlotte, North Carolina down to Florida. So I started with him. And as it's a great start. But as a Christian matures, you move on to like you know, bigger, older, more traditional preachers. and But it, it's a great Joel Osteen. Quit ragging on that guy. I can't stand when Christians rag on him. Because who knows? I, I, I might get a million people to heaven, and I started with him. So that's my... Yeah, I don't watch them anymore though. <laughs> well, you know, like like that's my thing with like some it was somebody like Osteen is that you know I I think I think for me you know I you know have I have been known to to rag on the guy myself, uh, but but you know I I feel I feel like it's one of the I feel like it's one of those things where I think that to me he he teaches a lot of like false what I would say would be like false teaching, but like at the same time. There, I guarantee you, there are going to be some people that that come that come to Christ because he at least got them in the Bible at some point, and they started mm-hmm. reading, and you know, so at, at the very least, we can at least appreciate that. Yeah. Other than that, though, you're right. <laughs> the church is really messed up in America right now, and I have a friend of mine that uh, started prophesizing about six months ago, and uh, I can tell you, God is pissed at that. That what. We've done teaching false gospel around the world. There's a couple other things he's told me, but that's that's one of them. Yeah, um, the church has just sold itself out, and you can make an argument. Joel Osteen's church is, is definitely sold the church out. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it de- definitely. I'll, I'll definitely agree with you there. Um, but 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 I you know I th- I think one of the things too is that I you know I think like you were saying like the 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 Christian church has really been failing a lot and I think that that what we're seeing in society today one of the things that I'm talking about a lot of times is I think that because of the church's failure what what we're seeing today with the riots and the protesting and all that kind of stuff that that to me it's showing the church is failing we gotta we gotta do something to turn things around because I mean that's like this is like a godless society heading towards pure anarchy. Well, 
Well, we need a worldwide revival. We've had one before, but I can tell you where it really started. It was uh, when we took the Bible out of public schools in 63 and 64, and then we had abortions in 72, and it's been about 62 million uh, babies been murdered, which I can tell you, you think God's pissed about that? Yeah. Um, but it's just a moral decline, gay marriage. Again, it, it was activist judges gave us abortion, gave us gay marriage, and now pedophiles want to make it that, that that's normal. So I tell people, I, I like goats. And if someone has a problem with that, I'd be like, give me five years and I'll get that passed. Well, it doesn't bother you. It's, it, and I like it. And the goat seems to like it. I mean, at what point do we stop this moral decline? It's, we need a worldwide revival or we're all screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think, and I think that that's where, you know, cause I, I tend to have this libertarian streak to me, uh, within my, within my conservatism. But at the same time, it's like, I can only take that so far because I feel like talking to a lot of my more libertarian friends, they're talking about that from like a moral standpoint, not just like a political standpoint. And that's when we start going down these rabbit holes of pretty much approving anything and everything, as long as you don't quote unquote, hurt anybody else. And that's where, you know, I'm kind of coming back around to being a little bit, a little bit more, you know, straight up conservative. It's, it's this weird kind of like shift, even in my thinking. (laughs) That's funny. But it's, it's a moral decline. And and where does it stop? It stops when God puts his foot down and says enough, you know, he's going to use his COVID to his advantage. First, he allowed it to happen. You got to realize that. So I, a lot more stuff is coming too down the pike. Trump's going to win, and what do you think is going to happen then? I mean, the riots, and I don't know what they're going to burn down. What's left? But you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, what what was interesting is that um, I was talking with somebody. I forget. I forget who it was that I was talking to. But but it's like somebody associated with like the government and knows things that are going on or whatever. But then but then they're also saved. And and one of the things that they were saying was that we with this whole COVID thing. COVID thing. It seems like it was very intentional even by China, because it seems like that was that was the perfect opportunity for them to essentially destroy us without destroying our resources. And I think that that's where, that's where we got to be really careful that we're not allowing them to win this battle with COVID-19 because, I mean, they're, they're as godless as you can possibly get. Oh, 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 yeah, they are. I mean, you can set up a, an appointment to have a heart transplant over there because they have those... Uh... They have those people in jails, and they're just like, oh, okay, Jimmy, come on. You're O positive. You're up, buddy. Give me your heart. Korea is, North Korea is uh, just as bad, too. But I have to say, America is worse than China and North Korea. And I didn't believe this until this guy who's been prophesizing told me. We've been spreading pornography all over the world. Um, abortions all over the world. False teachings all over the world. And when he told me this, I was like... Yeah, you're right. I guess we are a little worse than China and North Korea. Because in North Korea, if you're caught with the Bible, you're dead. But at least they're not, you know, spreading false gospel. <laughs> you know, got that going for them. Yeah. You know, well, you know, you know and, and the thing is that a, lo- a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, at, you know, in these other countries, like in China, the underground church is thriving. I'm not saying I want communist communism so that way we can have an underground church that's thriving. But at the same time, we should maybe appreciate our freedom a little bit more and actually make our church thrive under freedom and not and not just like take it for granted while they're doing it illegally. I hear Iran is the fastest growing Christian organization or whatever in the in the world. Is that have you heard that? I, I've I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go uh, visit and, and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm 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 good here. But but at the same time, you know, we're even seeing people like uh, Gavin Newsom and out here in California. And I keep referring to it out here in communist California, ca- communist California, and like literally, we're seeing like churches facing arrest, uh, fines. Uh, I don't I don't know if you saw it today, but uh, John MacArthur's church, uh, you know, because they've been in this battle with the county of Los Angeles, they just they just lost their lease for a parking lot with the county of Los Angeles um, as a as the county actually getting back at grace for taking them to court and essentially winning in court. It's it's getting it's getting pretty crazy. And you're not, and then at a certain point, you're like, again, I don't want to equate what what they're going through and what we're going through here in California with what's going on in communist China. But we're starting to get these kinds of rumblings of let's shut down the church. Stevenson University Online is a leader in forensic education for law enforcement, legal, and cyber investigations. If you are preparing for career advancement or career change, investigate our online master's programs in forensic science, CSI, forensic accounting, forensic investigations, and cybersecurity and digital forensics. New online sessions start every eight weeks. No application fee or GRE required. Visit stevenson.edu slash online. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com dash spirit park. Well, it's a holy war, and if anybody doesn't see that, they're insane. I mean, Ephesians six twelve. It's we're not fighting what we can see; we're fighting what we can't see. But you, you look at the left, and I know there's exceptions to the rule, but the left is godless, and the right has God. But there's exceptions. But you can see it. You can have an abortion, or or go to a, a casino, but you can't go to church. It's definitely a war on God. The left is has is having a war on God, and it's funny I say this. I know God wins, but man, this is painful. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so why do you, why do you think why do you think there are still so many Christians that vote Democrat? Because it seems like the Democrat platform is completely godless. They're representing everything that goes against Scripture, but at the same time, there's a pretty big movement within Christianity and even within you know mainstream evangelicalism of almost talking as if they're Bernie Sanders or AOC. What, what do you make of that kind of thing? Well, first off, imagine being a Jewish person and voting for a Democrat. But here's what it is. It's the same with my mother. She watches the news and believes it. Really, she when Trump was running, she asked me, Bob, are you a racist? And I'm like, what? Where'd you get that? Why would you ask me that? It's it, What it is is the mainstream media, if you don't do your own research, and I'll give you an example. She said... Uh, you know, Jeff Sessions put the kids in cages. 
at the border. And I said, no, he didn't. Barack Obama did. And she goes, watch, I'll show you. And we looked it up online, and the first three websites agreed with that statement. So it's just they're fighting the mainstream media. It's the lies, and people believe it. And it's the devil. He plays the long game. you got to give him credit. Yeah, Saul Alinsky in the 60s. I don't know if your listeners know about Saul Alinsky, but it's funny. Uh, two months before he died of a massive heart attack in 66, he had an interview with Rolling Stone. And they asked him, if you go to heaven or hell, what would you rather pick? And he said, hell, because I'd get along with those people better. Two months later, 66. He, since the 60s, they've been doing this long game with education. They've, they're indoctrinating these kids all through. these. All these rioters went through our public schools. Man, is that to blame education. But the left is great at playing the long game. Drip, drip, drip. Next thing you know, you got a mask on, and you're like, wow, I can't go to work? What's happening? So you got to give the devil credit for playing the long game. Yeah, I mean, that that is the thing about the left, is it it seems like they they have, out of all the virtues that they don't have out of Scripture, the one that they do have is patience. (laughs) <laughs> they really do, man. They took over. Talk about the schools. How about uh, the schools are sending home forms to the uh, parents to sign to say, you will not watch what your kids are learning. What? Why not? Because you don't want to know what we're teaching them. It's horrible. That's why I sent my kids to a private Christian school. Thank God for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, even even at the beginning of, of COVID-19, I remember, I remember seeing something, I think it was in, it was either like Ohio or somewhere like that, where again, more moderate, maybe even, maybe even Republican leadership out there. And they were, and they were literally saying, um, don't, uh, don't try to teach your kids. That's not yeah. your job. Your job yeah. is to play with them. Let us teach them. And I'm like, I, I'm not quite sure I fully agree with that one. Uh, what this is going to come down to, and I've been saying this for a year and a half, but I, no one, I think most people thought I was crazy, is it's going to come down to a second civil war. We have to take back the schools, and I'm talking kindergarten through uh, PhD, all the colleges too, because God knows those are horrible. Uh, we have to take over the entertainment business. We have to take over the uh, advertising business. We have to take it all back by force. I mean, it kind of feels like we're in a civil war now. I mean, especially when that guy got shot in Portland the other day. It, remember World War II, I believe, was, was started with uh, just one guy getting shot. I think it was. Hmm. So it doesn't take a whole lot of people to for finally, for God, to put his foot down and say enough. Yeah. So I, that's what I think we need. I think we need a civil war. Yeah. Oh, you know, and, and the thing is, like, don't don't want that. But but at a certain point, you know, like like we're looking at this and we're looking at this election. And I've been having a lot of people ask me, like, what do you think about what's going to happen after this election? And and I keep saying, well, number one, I think that, in my opinion, and you can correct me if you're if if you think I'm wrong, I think that the Democrats are throwing in the towel this election cycle by picking Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I think that they're trying to lose. They're 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 throwing it down the tubes. They 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 don't care about this election. All they care about is 2024. So I think what's going to happen? Trump's going to win in a pretty big landslide. And then we're going to have four more years of this craziness and maybe even ramping it up. I mean, it's 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 almost like we're going to be in this ideological civil war. I don't necessarily foresee us being like north versus south or, you know, split right. up by states. But it's going to be like an ideological one. And mm-hmm. it's 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 going to get messy, I think. Yeah, a lot messier. I do agree with you. When, when, they, uh, when he picked – or when he picked <laughs> – when somebody picked Kamala Harris, when when he, when he read on the teleprompter that he was choosing Kamala Harris, 
Kamala, what's her name? It says it right there, Joe. Um, when they picked her, I thought the same thing. They threw in the towel. She she got out of the race before the first vote. She was the worst Democrat in the race. So when they picked her, I mean, if they really wanted to win, they would have uh, put in Big Mike, Michelle Obama, or I don't know, somebody other than, than Kamala Harris. I'm with you that, that they threw in the towel. I hadn't thought about that they just care about 2024. That's that's. That's I'm sure, remember they play the long game. So yeah, you're right. It's it's true, but but also too, you know, I I keep coming back to this idea that uh, before Trump, it used to be the Democrats and Republicans they would fight with each other, never accomplish anything, and then go back to their constituents and say they're keeping us from accomplishing it, and then and then they could never pass you know illegal stop illegal immigration or fix the border wall or whatever it is, and then Trump comes in and he's like, you guys can't fix it. I'll, I, I can fix it. Why don't I'll just I'll, I'll take care of it. And then and then I think that that's why everybody got really pissed off at him. But I think that I think that with looking towards 2024, they need another four years to get an actual candidate. And they yeah. also need another four years to raise money to get that actual candidate to win. And uh, and so I think if they can just keep, you know, the orange man who's bad uh, in office, they've got a shot at 2024. And we can't get complacent once November 4th hits. No, no, um, I, I agree with you, man. They're, they're they play by a separate set of rules, and you know what? It was it's the Republicans and the Democrats. Nobody wanted to fix any issues. They were all getting kickbacks. Woo! McCain's a traitor. Of course, Trump's the only one that said that. Um, but it was both sides where no one wanted to fix anything, man, because everybody's just oh, you know I'm going to be in Congress for 24 years, yeah, and my kid's going to get millions back from Ukraine. When he came in as a business guy, he's like, "What? No, we're building the wall. Uh, we're cutting taxes. We're cutting reg- regulatory tape." I mean, the things he did in three years—they were like, "You son of a bitch! You blew up our scam." It's been going on for thirty, forty years. They have had this scam going on. Remember, Kennedy is the one that said, "I'm going to break up the CIA into little pieces," and two months later, he got shot in the head. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and again, de- dealing with all this kind of stuff, you're you, honestly, I'm I'm surprised that nobody's tried to do that, tried to do that with Trump. You know, so I'm just throwing that out there. Don't want to necessarily say the words, so we we get banned from social media and all that kind of stuff. But it's it, it's I'm surprised that there hasn't been an attempt on that. But also too, right now, I feel like we are literally for the first time that I can remember. I mean, probably the only time in my lifetime where I feel like people walking down the street, everybody's in danger now. Like, you know, there's there's potential violence in the streets. There's potential violence anywhere and everywhere just because, you know, you may look like you could be associated with somebody who might possibly have a grandfather who was racist. Now, all of a sudden you are and you deserve to get beaten up. I don't know if you do you see uh, the, the rally that was going on up in Portland with with the lady that was on the megaphone screaming, yelling that the guy who got murdered it was justified because he was a quote unquote Nazi and we're taking out the garbage. I'm like, this is, this is a whole different ball game. And then you've got the mayor in Portland's like, yeah, uh, yeah, Trump, we don't, we don't want your help. You know, what's funny is they really believe that. And, and they really believe that killing that person was justified because they're a Nazi and how they got there is probably the same way Muslims believe what they do. They were taught it since they were just a little little baby, little kid, just like our educational system. And, you know, as an adult, you're like, hey, hey, sister, if you quit Muslim, I'm going to have to kill you. It says it right here. And I, so I don't blame Muslims, and I really don't blame the left, but they really think 
killing us is justified and they have no guilt on it. Of course, they have no morals. Maybe that's why, too. But they, they think it's justified. Yeah. And, and what's interesting, too, is I so I had on a previous episode, I had on um, Annie Cyrus on my podcast one time and she and she actually came out of um, I believe it was Iran. Um, and she and, but she was explaining how um, how they actually turned Iran from basically being a, a miniature America into being the extreme Islamic state that they're in. And you, you, do, do you know do you know how they actually got people to vote to become an extreme uh, Islamic state? I don't. Free, free free health care. Oh god. Free education. It was literally the Bernie Sanders uh talking points back in the nineteen seventies. Hey man, if it works, use it. See that's the problem with history. That's why we study history. So we just don't do the same stupid crap that we did before. And that they don't teach history in the public schools anymore. They teach re, re, it's totally different history. So yeah, it's a, yeah, sounds like what they're trying to do here too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, well, and that's the interesting thing too about Joe Biden is that I feel like everybody always painted Bernie Sanders out to be the extremist, but that, but now his platform I think is more extreme than Bernie Sanders' platform was. But then again, it's not like he wrote it; somebody else wrote it for him. I think he just Bernie got out because he said uh, Biden said, "Okay, I'll take your platform," and he just went copy paste. So it's Biden has Bernie's platform now. Yeah, if you can remember it. Yeah. Did you see Biden today, by the way? I did not see Biden today. What what happened today? Oh my God, he, he was doing a video, and um, he he was saying um, the COVID nineteen has killed a hundred million. It's been a hundred million years, and he just can't. And he he lost it. He just went went off the rails. And he's reading a cue card. <laughs> and here's somebody said this joke, and I, oh, I laughed so hard because in the corner there's a sign guy. <laughs> the sign yeah. guy's like. <laughs> what do I say here? <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's so sad what they're doing with Biden. It's just they don't care. They don't care about life as a baby. They don't care about your life now. They'll send the COVID positive patients back to nursing homes to kill you. That's why they did that. It's pretty obvious. Uh, they don't care about Joe Biden has dementia and he looks like a complete jack. They don't care about life. By by the way, I, I don't know. I don't know if you saw it, but now, but you you just mentioned it, and my wife just sent me the the screenshot. Uh, the tr- Trump's war room posted the actual quote from from Joe Biden from him talking today. So it, I, I, I'll, I'll read it for everybody to hear. <laughs> COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 year. Look, here's the lives. It's just when you think about it. It's really sad. What about his wife allowing this to happen? Pause for a drink. <laughs> well, I mean, do do you, that's the thing where everybody around him has to know, right? Like everybody around him has to know what's going on. Same thing with Hillary last time around. Like everybody knew she was having these health issues and she, she there was problems and they were just propping her up and keeping her going or whatever it was. And the thing is like with Biden, you, you're like, okay, his wife's got to know. The Democrat Party's got to know. At what point are they going to have a doctor come out and say – Sorry, he's got dementia. Oh, we already knew that. You know, like, at, w- at what point are we going to come in and, and it's going to be like, okay, this is like one of the biggest frauds in political history? Well, God forbid he wins with enough voter fraud. That'll be the night that we find out that he, uh, I'm sorry, I got to drop out. Camilla, you're up. Uh, you know, but there's no way he's going to win. God won't allow it. I tell you, I, I've known one particular guy uh, before uh, 
when Trump was running, he didn't like him. His wife hated him because, you know, he's a New Yorker. So if you're not, I grew up right outside of Manhattan. So I love him. Ever since the 70s, I've loved him. He uh, was woken up in the middle of the night and literally heard God say, you have to vote for Trump. It, it, some people actually have heard God's voice or an angel's voice. So from that point forward, he's voting for Trump. His wife in the voting booth, you have to vote for Donald Trump in her head. And she voted for him and cried on the way out. So it was a definitely, definitely a biblical thing that Donald Trump, Trump definitely there because of God and yeah. your vote. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, what's what's interesting, too, is like for, for me looking at what's going on with Trump um, is, you know, you know, looking at and this is going to be kind of a little bit of a tangent, but I'll bring I'll bring it back around. But uh, looking looking at world history, we always saw Satan was always trying to establish his one world government, one world religion that he talks about in the book of Revelation. Right. And we saw mm-hmm. we saw he, we saw him get close, but he always took the strategy of we're going to conquer the world with one particular superpower. So we saw it with the Babylonian Empire. The Roman Empire, we saw it with Nazi Germany. They would always get super close, and then God was like, "Yep, yeah, it's not time yet. Uh, we're going to pull things back a little bit." And I feel like this was the first time where it was it was an attack from within. So it was like an infiltration. It was this globalist ideology. We're going to eliminate borders. You know, one world currency, all that kind of stuff. And I feel mm-hmm. like with Trump in 2016, that was God saying. Okay, it's not time yet, right? So we're going to pull it back and, you know, try again, Satan, try get a new strategy, something like that. But I feel like we're still at that, at that fighting period where they're like, just like holding on for dear life. Like, we, we got to do it this, this one more time. And, and I think that what we're seeing with Trump, especially if it, if and when he gets reelected, I mean, 
this is kind of God saying, yeah, yeah, sorry, progressives. Um, right now is not, not, not the right time. Uh, maybe try next century. I think it was a great plan by um, the devil is uh, from within and taking over the school system. And then <clears throat> next thing you know, you're, you're 24 years old and you're throwing bricks through a black guy's business. <laughs> For the name of Black Lives Matter. It's like, seriously, dude? Have you seen on the website Black Lives Matter? Our goal, our mission statement, one of them, is to break the nucleus family up. Well, that's worked out real well for the black families. Yeah, that's a good job. That's the devil. The devil doesn't like marriage. You know, the devil's always trying to break up a marriage. So, anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, it, and, and that that's the crazy thing when it comes to the left. And, and I think that it really does show that there is this, uh, this satanic bent in their ideology, right? Where... What, what, what the Democrats will do is they'll come in and say, you guys have a problem. The problem is, is that there's no, is that you guys don't have fathers that, that are around in, in, in your neighborhoods. That's a fact that like everybody historically, Barack Obama confirmed that. Don Lemon confirmed it. They all confirmed it, right? So yeah. then now the solution is less fathers. And, and you get, you, it's crazy. You get paid, um, welfare. You don't get as much welfare. You don't get as much money. The government, incentivizes not getting married, which is insane. Because if, if you don't have a father in the house, the probability of you doing drugs or going to jail or killing somebody or committing suicide is through the roof. So it's definitely the devil loves the father not being there. Loves it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, th- and I think the thing is, is that the, the places in our country where things are going good are typically the more conservative places and the more Christian places. It's the places with families yeah. that are married and, and, and together it's it's places with conservative values, pro Second Amendment, all these different all these different things. the The states that are having the problems right now are the godless, leftist, progressive, Marxist, socialist states like California, Washington, Oregon, New York, okay. Chicago. Yeah, but a lot of California's weird, man. They they just need to cut that state in half, right? Because it where if you're Southern California is demonic, horrible, horrible. But northern, and especially if you just go, I don't know, 20 miles offshore, you know, away from the ocean, it's like the country and people, it's told, California's weird. Well, well, like well, the thing about being out here in California is that there's, so there's the major cities that are extremely lefty. You got like San Diego, LA, San Francisco, and then, uh, Sacramento, right? But as soon mm-hmm. as you get out of those major cities, everybody's pretty, pretty much stri- straight across the board of conservative. It's just those four major cities, everybody's li- literally living on top of each other. Same thing happened in New York, upstate New York, where my brother lives. They're all exact God-fearing, gun-owning conservatives. But not, you know, there's a Manhattan, and of course they vote for for everybody in the state. They should probably break that state up too. Yeah. Well. Well. So. So. What, what do you think? I mean, since I mean, since you are the co-host of a show that's talking about saving America, what do you think? is the solution to all of this? Like, how, how do we actually turn things around? I told you already. You just didn't want to hear it. <laughs> hey, it bears repeating. I think we need to have a civil war and take over all the schools, all Hollywood, all media, meaning uh, meaning social media. Yeah, take them all or take over Google, take over Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, take it over. Take over all the schools all the way through college. Take over advertising. Uh, the military, and then you know, once it gets settled, then you can give it back to the private sector. But uh, the CEOs, 
I mean, how many uh, companies are now sending money to Black Lives Matter? Normally, CEOs used to be conservative and, and Republican. Now, the, you know, the slow game, Walmart's giving them money. All these big, great companies are giving them money. So a lot of CEOs need to be thrown out of the country, too. So Yeah. What, what, so, so, oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll throw out one more thing. Yeah. Since I'm crazy enough to say we need a civil war, I think anybody that <laughs> this is going to be crazy, but hey, we're going to have a civil war. Anybody that voted for Biden, Hillary, or Barack Obama can never vote again in this country for anything, and not for a city council, not for a state senator, state congress, not for a national. They can't vote for a school board. They can never they they never have a voice again for the rest of their lives. And then we should be good for a couple of generations. But then we'll have to do it again. <laughs> I mean, it, it it would solve a lot of problems. <laughs> I'm sure it would cause a few too. But hey, man, we had it. many people have said. I think Jackson have said, you know, you need a civil war every uh, couple decades, which I think is a little extreme. But probably every 150, 200 years, you probably need it because the devil starts creeping back in. I would make abortion illegal. I'd make a marriage in the Constitution an amendment. Abortion's illegal. And marriage is between a man and a woman. <laughs> God forbid. And, and so there would be some constitutional amendments because they didn't think of it way back then. You know, like, who the hell would abort a baby? Hey, Jimmy, you might want to put there a marriage between a man and a woman. I'm sorry, what? What did you say? <laughs> so I, I put a few uh, constitutional amendments in there as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Now, but but if if we don't actually have an, an actual legitimate uh battle for a civil war do you do you feel like do you feel like conservatives need to pull away from the mainstream altogether and almost create our own this is like alternate universe like our own economy our own uh <laughs> entertainment our own you know all that kind of stuff we have like our like a real life multiverse it's, it sounds like a good idea yeah i mean i i've seen some um, conservative people starting up their own studios uh Mark Burnett uh, certainly has one, but uh, Sabatis Jr., he just started one. Chris Pratt, who's a Christian, just started one. I've talked to, uh, what is his name? John, John Lee Rice? I forget his name. Oh, I just talked to him last night, too. That's pretty sad. Um, so the conservatives are starting their own media, and I was talking to him yesterday, um, and a lot of money is going to be thrown at it the next 12, 24 months because we're, there's such a huge void of um, entertainment that we're not getting. I give you an example of why I was talking to him is I'd love to start a uh, Monday through Friday late night show where the host wasn't a screaming left or screaming right. It's just Johnny Carson and Carol Burnett, a a hybrid or Saturday night live when it didn't suck. And, uh, and the other one, (laughs) Oh, Jay Leno, Saturday night live when it didn't suck or Jay Leno, a hybrid. So, what it's missing, actually, there's a comedian that pitched this to ABC, CBS, and NBC, and they all love the idea, but they're all liberals, so they said no. They thought it would be a smash hit, but they said no. And uh, so that's my idea. I just think we're missing that. We're missing a lot of things, but one of them that I think I could fill the void is a late-night show where it's actually a normal show, maybe streamed. Certainly not on the three networks. I guess it would have to be streamed. But come on, you do a five-minute monologue. You go to commercials. You bring out guests. Maybe a live band, a live comedian. All right, thanks for showing up, everybody. Good night. You used to be able to um, watch a show or go to a movie or go to a sporting event and forget your crappy life. That was kind of the idea of, of that entertainment. But now politics has ruined everything. You can't go to a, 
you can't go to any sports now and they, unless maybe uh, ice hockey. Uh, and I, <laughs> what they do in Canada with this with the poker runner. Anyways, they've ruined everything. They've ruined entertainment. They've ruined TV, movies, advertising. They anything they touch, they ruin. So. Yeah, well, you know, like that, that, but like that's the thing is like sports, concerts, and and movies were supposed to be the three escapes from reality. That was it was supposed to be where all this crazy stuff that's going on in the real world that that stops at the door, and then we all come together and we have this unifying thing. Whether it's over a band because we all love the same music, whether it's at a, when you go to a sporting event because you're all rooting for the same team. I feel like now it, they're gonna have to start splitting up. You know, the MAGA crowd on one side of the arena will have Black Lives Matter on the other. And then they're arguing with each other while you've got the sporting game going on in the middle. Like that's how polarized we're, we're at now, and it's the, the politics have been injected into every facet of life, and it's like it's not it's not the way that it's supposed to be. No, and it's funny uh, if you split up the Black Lives Matter and the MAGA group at a at a baseball game, there'll be more blacks on the MAGA side than the Black Lives Matter. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> It's true. I saw a video today. They had Black Lives Matter protesters over here and MAGA over here and the guys on video going, there's more blacks over there than in your Black Lives Matter movement. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, but but that has been the interesting thing about Donald Trump where it seems like what he's done, and this is a really interesting thing for a conservative to have done, it seems like the the, the white evangelicals are running away from him, but then a lot of the minorities – are beginning to run towards him. And it, it's a really interesting uh, change in, in demographics where, like, there's still a majority of the minorities that are still voting Democrat, but that percentage is way smaller. But at the same time, the white evangelicals, that number is going down. As It's like there's this swap happening. It's really interesting that Trump has kind of initiated that. I didn't know that was the case. I, I, I Personally, anybody that doesn't like what Trump's doing, where he put the two Supreme Court justices and 200 lower court justices. It, it, if you don't like what Donald Trump is doing, you're watching mainstream media and you're you're just brainwashed and you're an idiot. So if, if you're not voting for Trump after, after all, everything he did, and there's a lot of Democrats voting for Trump this time, a lot, a lot of first time voters are voting for him too. It's going to be a landslide. There are so many pissed people right now. And, you know, they're not going to say it in a poll. Who are you voting for? Um, I don't know. You know, you're not going to put a Donald Trump sticker in your car. You're going to might get shot. And so it's going to be a landslide. And, and again, the white Christians that you say that are leaving him. Bye. See ya. Yeah, the other side's the devil. So good luck with that. Yeah, well, but, and, and, but that's been the really interesting thing because a lot of the leadership within like the the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, so guys like uh, like Russell Moore and uh, J D Greer and a lot of leadership over there, they're like literally you hear them talk, they sound like they be, they, they came directly from like a Bernie Sanders camp, uh, campaign event. Uh, same thing with like the like a big organization like the Gospel Coalition. They're literally you know writing articles and posts and posting stuff about like. Uh, we need racial reparations. Uh, they're, 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 they're defending, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the narratives that are, that are going on around, uh, like that kid that, that, uh, sh- what was the guy's name? The 17 year old who, who shot somebody in self-defense, but they said that his was murdered, but then the, but then the other guy that they just arrested, the black guy that, um, you know, was in trouble for like a sexually assaulting somebody and grabbing a knife out of the car. That was just, it's, it's this weird backwards thing and you're, you're getting this from, evangelical leaders this is nuts well, 
the devil got in there because that's that's demonic. I mean, and let me talk about that black guy that was a uh, who was a uh, the cops were calling him because he they was a restraining order on him. So they they tackled him, they tased him. He already had a knife in his hand, and we took this up on the show the other day, our my show, our show. And uh, he already had a knife in his hand, and he opened his door to get something else in the car. What's he gonna get? Another knife? <laughs> no, he was going for a gun. He's not gonna have two knives. Hey. He was going for a gun. That's it. Now, I personally, I wouldn't have shot him in the back. I would have taken a few st- steps back. But my adrenaline wasn't going through the roof like those cops were. I mean, they just wrestled him. They were just going nuts. So their adrenaline was just through the roof. So I could see where they're, I could see where they're coming from. But I probably would have stepped back and let him turn around with the gun and then put 17 in his head to make sure he was dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, that, that, that's really the hard part. I, I feel like in in all of this that has inspired the Black Lives Matter movement in general is just how little any of this is rooted in reality. And, and the thing that I feel like I I keep having to say is like, okay, let's just let's take a step back before we respond, and wait three or four days for the facts to come out, and then if it comes out that it was actually rooted in racism or something like that. I'm all there. Like, if there's a racist cop, we got to root him out, get him prosecuted, get him punished. Like, we we got to do something about that, right? But in in the cases that have been coming out, it doesn't seem like it's rooted in racism. If anything, it's maybe excessive force. But a lot of times we start getting into the facts of it, and it seems like it, it's there's always this struggle. There's this pushback. There's this tension going on between the police and and the police and the people that they're arresting and that that's I think what makes a lot of this so difficult. I tell you, they're just using this. It's a scam. I'll give you a perfect example. When uh, when uh, the first guy died, um, they had all these bricks all lined up. They were just waiting for something. They have money in place. They have people in place all over the country. They're just waiting for something to blow up, and then they send in a busload of these people. They had they're really well planned. You got to give them credit, man. The right is now starting to figure out coming together to actually fight but george floyd (laughs) that was all a scam that was all a scam he wasn't picked up by a ems they didn't even take his vitals they just stick him on there and threw him in one of the caskets was like five foot five the guy's six foot four he was all just and he died of an overdose and i guarantee you that the deep state gave him the drugs prior to and it was, all, it was all just a setup. All right, here, here comes George Floyd. Okay, let's go. It was all, all just a scam. Like you saw the bricks waiting for the, the rioters, right? All mm-hmm. lined up. Right? I mean, how'd they get there? I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't. I just don't even know anymore. But, but, but what, what do you make? What do you make of in general with with the with the deep state? Like, what? what I feel like everybody has kind of a different definition of it and, and a different interpretation of what that what that is, but. What do you think is actually going on? Is this, is this something that just came around since Trump became president, or has this always been a thing? I think it's always been a thing since a couple thousand years ago, even. Uh, nepotism, um, greed. I had no idea how much uh, greed there was in this world until Trump came along. China has bought off so many professors and uh, with money, and it's just like, well, you know, you're pro- how about Fosse? It, there's a $100 cure with hydrochloroquine, and now yesterday I find out there's a 12-cent cure if you buy it wholesale with one pill. I found that out. 
But Fossey's pushing something else just to make money. It's the big pharma is so evil. And I just I had no idea uh, what greed has done to this world. And I think it's been like that forever. Uh, you know, look at um, Pelosi's son has a job. Biden's son had a job. And that's the deep state. It's just you get in and you, you work the system for your 30 years. You hook up your kids. They, they all go to Harvard. They all go to the, you know, these schools, and then you go to Harvard, and then you go here, and then you do this, like I did, as you know. So, is the deep state real? Oh, definitely, and they're pissed, man. The left, no one knew how crazy the left was until Trump came along, and they really uh, showed their true selves. So, I'm, I thank God every day that Trump uh, came along. Uh, they're nuts, man. They don't care if you die. They don't care. They don't care if a hundred million people die. Look what they did to China. That that whole thing with China was with the DNC as well was all time planned. I think they went a little early personally, but you know, Monday Monday morning quarterback with the uh, with the pandemic. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think they don't care about hundred people, hundred million people die. China released that on their own people and then let them fly everywhere, knowing that their own people were going to die. That's how crazy they are. In the deep state, they don't care. Hundred million people die for the cause, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I, and I think too, like w when it comes to that, like a lot of people say, oh, that that's conspiracy theory. That's you know, like you know, you know, they they that was that just got out, you know, accidentally, right? But what's interesting is so, uh, you know, I I was listening to Joe Rogan's show. He had on uh, Brett Weinstein talking about like the genetic makeup of this. He's like, no, this is this is actually manipulated. He's like, Here, here's the specific genes in the DNA that's manipulated. Uh, this is made inside. He's like, the reason, he's like, the reason why this is spreading so quickly is because we're keeping people inside because it was made inside and it's not made to withstand UV light from the sun. He's like, the safest thing you can do is go outside, yet they're telling us to stay inside. So number one, I'm like, so why are they telling us to stay inside when that is how it thrives? Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. But then also, too, uh, one of the other uh, show hosts that we have here on uh, The Gatekeepers, Patrick Wyatt, he was talking about uh, the actual health ramifications of COVID-19 and a lot of the different things that it attacks. He's like, it attacks every single, um, every single one of our health weaknesses here in the United States. People with diabetes, people with <laughs> cancer, people with asthma, people with uh, liver disease, basically all the self-induced uh, things that happen because of diet and a lack of being healthy and lack of exercise and all that kind of stuff. He's like, it's, it's almost like it was, it was genetically made to target America's weakness. And so at a certain point, I'm like, I don't like going down conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like th this could be, this is a huge coincidence if, if that's all it is. 
I don't think it's a conspiracy theory at all. I think I think they're trying to take out Trump, trying to take out America, trying to do the one world order. I mean, look at Gates. I never knew how evil he was. So I think this is all planned for sure, I think. But, you know, I could be wrong, but I know I'm right because I got the Holy Spirit in me. Well, that that that's the thing. Holy Spirit gives 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 you discernment. That that's that's the whole thing with that. But I I think as we're looking at, as we're looking forward, I think we're we're gonna have to figure out how to number one politi- politically regain control as as con- as a constitutional republic. We got we got to be able to get back to the to the constitution. But then also too, from a cultural standpoint, we got to figure out how to actually get legit churches that are actually preaching the gospel. Because, because I, f- I feel like at, at a certain point, like we, we, we can, we can complain. We can say these churches suck. These politicians suck. Everybody sucks. But where's the solution? Nobody's coming forward with the solution. Somebody's got to, somebody's got to do something here. Okay. Here's a, something that came out today. The DC Court of Appeals, eight to two or eight to three today came out and said, uh, General Flynn still has to stand trial. It's going back to uh, Judge Sullivan. So when you say it's so it's so evil in the getting back to the Constitution, well, the DOJ dropped charges, but he's still being prosecuted by the judge. It was like, <laughs> what what is going on? I I don't know how to get back to the Constitution when you have a bunch of scumbag demonic people as judges and teachers and movie makers and TV show makers and preachers. Uh, there's a church out in California that uh, you might know the name. But apparently, they charge five thousand dollars to learn how to be uh, uh, to prophesy. And r- right away, uh, so as a, a pastor was saying this, saying there's false teachings going on, and this church charges five thousand dollars to learn how to prophesy. Right away, I got convicted. I was like, that doesn't sound right. And then he goes, and they also have groups that go out to cemeteries and they and you lay on the the grave and you try to grab uh, get power from them. And I'm like. What? That's that. That would that would be Bethel Church up in up in Reading. Yes, he said that. And he goes, "Did the Holy Spirit convict you right there?" And I was like, "Oh my God, yes, it did." So, I I got a real big problem with the false teachings. It's, well, well, that see, so Bethel Church. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're familiar with them at all. Are you familiar with their history? No. Okay, so they're famous because they they had at one point God's presence. In their in their church, and yeah. in in the form of gold pixie dust, a gl- a glory cloud appeared in their oh. church service. Although afterwards, I did hear. I'm going to wait until after you swallow that coke. Um, it ended up being a janitor uh, dumping a uh, pixie dust into the air conditioning vents. <laughs> I'm sure it was a demonic thing, personally. But go ahead, that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, so so that, that that's the background. That's the background with uh, with Bethel Church. It, it's absolutely insane. But at a certain point, it's like there there's a reason why the majority of these mega churches, in my opinion, are these false teachers. And I think a lot of it is because they're focused on the wrong things in the same way that the Democrats focus on the wrong things. They're focused on the felt needs, victim mentality. Uh, we've got the solution for you, uh, which is give us all of your money and then we'll give you a bunch of free services and, and free this and free that. It's, it's the same kind of mentality. It's like at a certain point, we as conservatives, we got to have the better alternative with, uh, with the right solutions. Because in all reality, if we want to actually turn things around, we got to get people to actually understand personal responsibility, do things yourself, take, you know, small business, stop, like, 
I even go so far as stop relying on big corporations for jobs. Do a small, get a small business because all those big corporations are messing with us. Amazon, Walmart, Target, uh, you know, like every single major brand. It's the same thing. Well, what do you say to the person that had a small business in California for 30 years and now he's bankrupt? Yeah. I mean, it, you know, that, that that's where at a, at a certain point we're like, uh, maybe California's not the place, best place for a business. Yeah. I, I actually have something to say. That on If somebody said that to me, well, I own a business for 30 years in California, it's wildly successful, and I went bankrupt. I'd be like, well, you're a loser. You didn't save any money for like a really, really bad rainy day. Well, then you deserve to go go out, loser. Maybe you didn't deserve it, but I, I would put a lot of blame on the business owner not having a rainy day fund personally but yeah yeah i mean it's it's it, it's it's all crazy it's all nuts so okay so uh so so we know solution as we're wrapping up solution is in your opinion we've got civil war mm-hmm. so so that's solution number one um i, I would say in my opinion we, we avoid civil war at all costs but at the same time i think we are we are in the midst of an ideological one for sure it's gonna be interesting sure. to see how that how that plays out um but on an individual level what do you what do you think uh, individual people need to do more of and focus more on if we're going to take back our country? What? Well, how about me? Do more of? Well, I'm doing the car rally next Saturday. I'm driving around uh, my state capital. Just get more involved. Um, research stuff yourself and realize that the mainstream media is lying to you every time they open their mouth. It's a lie. So you got to really do your own research and then, and don't be go to three four sites to be like okay. That's it. You, you, you gotta dig deeper, man, because it's, there's so much evil right now. So I guess that's probably, I didn't know that question was coming, but that's probably the, uh, the smartest thing to do, or my advice is to do your own research and don't believe the mainstream media. They're lying. So. Yeah, they de- definitely, to- totally, totally agree. So, uh, people want to follow you, and uh, if they want to tune, tune into your show, tell them the best way to do that. Well, my Twitter handle is at Saving World Eight Eight. Um, it's my third account, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think on we're on iTunes. It's Bob and uh, Eric Save America. We're on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Bob and Eric Save America. And then if you ideally, it's kind of cool to watch it on uh, Periscope because you can see us. And and I don't know, it's just kind of cool to, to see us as opposed. Of course, if you're driving, do the Spotify. Um, on on. Periscope, are we not uh, first uh, your network? Uh, yeah, for, free, freedom for at Freedom First Net. You you can find so that's where we, that's where we stream all of the shows on the Freedom First Network over there. So you can definitely check them out. So you guys are Saturday mornings, twelve o'clock Eastern time, nine o'clock Pacific time. Uh, so definitely definitely tune in for that. It's it's been a lot of fun, and and also too, and just a refresher, like this la- this last weekend, you guys interviewed Juanita Broderick, which was an epic at an epic epic episode. I have a signed copy of her book too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's just a class act, man. We're getting some great guests. We're talking to Dinesh, mm-hmm. trying to get him. Who knows? Maybe we'll get Donald Trump someday. Hey, there you go. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the call myself. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> yes, definitely. So, but yeah, Bob, really appreciate you coming on. It's always a blast. We'll have to do it again sometime for sure. Um, but, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely appreciate it. It was, it was a ton of fun.
Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. And then uh, everybody else that's watching as well, thanks so much for tuning in. Go over to Apple Podcasts if you can. Uh, subscribe over there uh, here with Conversations with Jeff. Leave us a five-star review if you can. It really helps with helping us to get found on Apple Podcasts. And then also, too, again, if you guys would like to support what we're doing here, you guys can check out our plugged-in membership program at gatekeepersonline.com slash pluggedin. Bunch of really cool perks. Check that out. And then uh, actually, if you sign up for the annual membership, you'll get a free copy of our last book, Social Injustice. So definitely uh, check that out. And then uh, we'll be back here actually tomorrow for another round of conversations with Patrick Wyatt at 5 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, and that will be um, a lot of fun. He's, he's a wealth of knowledge, wealth of information, and you guys are not going to want to miss that. So tomorrow, 5 o'clock Pacific time, uh, right back here on The Gatekeepers. And we'll see you then. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC.